So welcome to the Nine Hertz podcast this week. This is the new release show. And we started off uh, with a band called Throat Punch. And that was a song called Drink Beer and Listen to Straight Edge Hardcore, which is amazing in itself. Um, possibly even more amazing is uh, we played a band called Slund recently from Slovenia. Um, and I know that we've loved it. And um, and so did a podcast called From the Pit. Um, both, we've both gone a little bit mad for this band. And it, it just so happens a band from where I'm from, Lincoln, um, have, have done a split with them. And it's amazing. So this is a, a great coincidence, but even better music, I guess. Um, what do you reckon to this, Pete? I mean, it's really short. I think the whole thing's about three minutes long, isn't it? Uh, yeah. It, I mean, it's it kind of a list of slender lot, as we've kind of alluded to previously. Um, then they've done a lot of splits. In fact, one of the songs on the uh, slum side is called Splits. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just look at the lyrics. It says, uh, "Here's another hit on another split. Splits are fun for everyone. Two bands for the price of one, and that's it." Um, so anyway, um, so yeah, it's just it's it's grindcore. It's grindcore as it should be. Um, fun, sure, and um, and well, as a split, I think that's kind of your stereotypical grind. And yeah, I didn't know Throat Punch, but enjoyed that i've only kind of just listened to it because um it only kind of got your list through late but yeah on first listen brilliant yeah and like you say you, you only need about three minutes to oh, get yeah. this whole release through so um yeah i mean throat punch are really sort of like workhorse at the moment like they seem to be playing a hell of a lot of gigs they're all part of a gig collective called uh, the fan Island hardcore collective uh, putting gigs on at um, Aikido, which is a gaming bar here in Lincoln. Um, and uh, I think we've mentioned Aikido quite a lot. So Aikido should really be um, sponsoring this podcast or something. I'm not sure. But um, yeah, Throat Puncher, you know, um, typical. I think them the, the lads are actually from Boston, which is quite um, apt because they used to be quite a sort of fast scene in Boston. And I'm sure they'd go down well there, you know, back in the IQ days, the Indian, Indian Queen venue. Um, but yeah, that that... Yeah, this this release is just fantastic, and I, I really enjoyed it. So I was like, "Yeah, we've got to play this." Um, they've been asking me if they can be played on the podcast before, so you know, um, I've sort of preempted them this time. Um, so yeah, I hope people have got a lot out of that. In terms of the title, then, is that kind of um, mocking straight edge, or is it just kind of the you know pointing out you can do both the same things? That, you know, you can do quite happily to <laughs> cooperate both. You know, knowing them as you do. I mean, I, yeah. I'm not sure. It's probably just ironic, to be honest, because they're not like they don't take themselves too seriously. Um, I think at the last gig, uh, the drummer was kind of um, complaining that he he was um, he couldn't hear his own drums, and it got funnier and funnier as the gig went on. To be honest, and right, yeah, they yeah. only play about ten or fifteen minutes a time anyway, and yeah. it's all good fun. Sure. it reminds me of that. Um, do you remember the Orange Goblin T-shirt that uh, straight edge until the bar opens? Brilliant. I love that. Yeah. yeah, I love I love like clever band T-shirts like that. <laughs> like um, uh, there was what was it? Charger had volume over talent. 
on the back. <laughs> I thought that was yeah. fantastic. Even now, that's mm. that's the best message on the back of a t-shirt. Less <laughs> said about like, a cradle of filth one, the better. Yeah. So I mean, we've got a packed show. I think um, we, we've really sort of outdone ourselves this week. There's some really good stuff on here. So um, the next band we're going to play is one called Greylock, um, and I I really like this. This is your choice, Pete. So. It's off an album called Trembling in a Hospital Gown. Um, how did you come across this one? Because it's it's very raw and and kind of chaotic, as, as yeah, I the, kind of saw it. Yeah, it got sent through to the um, Nine Nuts emails, but from uh, you know which we which is our account for sending stuff through for review, we get a lot of stuff in P, through from PR. But this actually came through just as a link to the Bandcamp from uh, from the band, which is rare, and I don't know. Why? But I feel more drawn to those. I, I, you know, I'll probably give them more of a listen than the PR ones because you get, you get a bit sick of the the blurbs and the hype and, the, and all that type of thing. So, and um, I've only really listened to this last week, but you know, instantly um, was drawn to it. Instantly, like it's got real kind of uh, horrible sound. It's got that you know primitive man type thing going on. Um, but I don't know. It just has its own identity. It reminds me of it also. Do you remember? I don't know if you know Grey Widow from, from the south of England somewhere. Yeah, I do remember. Yeah. Well. yeah. Uh, just sort of kind of grim doom on a, you know, on a kind of slow and, um, you know, sort of gruesome manner. It's really good. Yeah, it's got kind of um, kind of a, I don't know, creeping kind of thing to it. Like the same kind of uncomfortable feeling you get from listening to bands like Today's the Day and stuff mm. like that. It's very sort of. This is actually uncomfortable, <laughs> a bit, a bit too, a bit too close to the bone sometimes. So. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, really like really, I mean, I mean, I don't know much about them at all, but you know, they're from uh, Boston, they're the other Boston, yeah, the other Boston, <laughs> yeah, yeah, real Boston. Um, uh, and there were two pieces, which you know is pretty impressive for for the racket that comes out in this. Definitely, I mean, it's absolutely amazing. Um, and I, as soon as I put it on, I was like, "Yeah, this this kind of makes a lot of sense." Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm happy to just play this. It's um, it's called Pill for Pill, uh, and you can find it at greylock.bandcamp.com.
Okay, so that was the sounds of Greylock. Um, absolutely amazing stuff there. So um, I've I've picked this next one. So this is uh, Asbestos Beach, and um, this is a band from Glasgow, and it's very sort of um, hardcore punk inspired sort of stuff. And uh, Terence Larkin actually um, put this on Facebook the other day from Holy Spider Promotions in Sheffield, and he's usually a good arbiter of taste. So I thought, yeah, I'll give this a listen, and yeah, loved it. So to me, this has got like um, a real kind of uh, like gruff pop punk spirit to it, like the Dwarves or Zeke or someone like that. Really sort of raw and um, quite fun, like motor punky kind of stuff. Um, what do you reckon to this, Pete? Because I I'm not, I'm not sure if you'd it'd be sort of in your in your sort of uh, taste really, but no, no, I loved it. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I uh, I got a bit of I, I listed the wrong song actually when I, I listed this last list um but this you know the whole album's pretty you know really good it's uh, what i love is it kind of just most of the songs just take like a second or two rev up and then just fucking pelt it go yeah. you know like <laughs> foot down fuck off punk and I, I love that and i think there's the one kind of common denominator I get across it is it like a dead kennedy's thing yeah um i think i think the first song which is forget about the oh forgot about the bomb I swear it's chemical warfare at the end, whether that's coincidence yeah. or not, I don't know. And, and, but there is a whole, you know, from the artwork, there is a whole kind of a, you know, sort of atom bomb yeah. uh, theme to them. So, well, you know, maybe it's in, intentional. Um, but, yeah, really liked it. Really kind of, I think there's a crustier Dead Kennedys to it. So, which, you know, which is what my street because the type of musical is too, you know, I never listen to um, much punk, but a list of kind of deck and stuff when I was young, and yeah, this is really great. Yeah, I, I really like the vocals on this, so it's like quite screechy yeah. and quite sort of like rough. So, um, yeah, I really like this. I mean, it's only sort of 10 minutes long, the whole release, I think, so it's pretty sort of brief, but yeah, it made an impression on me, and I'm sure if, if you can sort of catch them live, I'd, I'd love it. So, they're playing Boston Music Rooms on, um, I think it's July 13th. Um, and they're playing a, a gig in Glasgow in September, but I'm sure you'll be able to catch them in between then. Um, really interesting stuff. There's a cassette now, now, so um, you can sort of catch that uh, by going to asbestospeech.bandcamp.com. Um, and yeah, it's really good. We're going to play a song called River of Pain.
So that was Asbestos Speech. Um, we're going to go a bit more grim, I think, for the next one. So um, this is a band called Mylingar from Sweden. Uh, and you found this one, haven't you, Pete? You said you've um, been listening to this one for years. Is that right? Uh, well, from however long they've been out, they, uh, let's check, 2016 they put the first release out. Yeah. And uh, something drew to them back then. And it's it's kind of this horrible kind of mix of death and doom and black metal, uh, yeah. you know. Um, just you know, full on, put it all out there. You know, like it's like you remember kind of the uh, at school when everyone just piled on top of each other, like being at the bottom of a pylon. You know, just complete. Yeah, that's just so yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think um, yeah, everyone's had that feeling before, haven't they? So yeah, maybe like drowning or yeah, um, mm. yeah. So th- I I found this really dense and and almost a bit kind of like for the first minute I was like, where am I, sort of thing, mm. but. I kind of like that style. I mean, we're, we're kind of getting known for this now. I think we, we play a lot of this kind of stuff, but it's just so good, isn't it? I mean, yeah. it just does so much and creates such a, like a fog of sound that you can't help but be drawn in. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, there is, it kind of, it's, it's, it kind of rumbles like, you know, it rumbles across, you know, like skylight thunder. And it's, I don't know. I, I, I find it really it kind of weirdly, invigorating it's just um that sounds full and it is chaotic um well it's glorious at the same time yeah i mean um i really like the artwork it's it's like very sort of um almost looks like a an old wood carving or something mm. um uh, the name mylingar we've, we've actually been on google translate because we're nerds and um yeah it means dead souls which kind no, of is fitting right. uh, for it does it not? It oh, the album is Dead Souls. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. So yeah. we don't know what a myling is, but um, mylingar is the plural, isn't it? So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's that's up for the mystery. That's kind of adds to the mystery of this band, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll put it like that. Um, so yeah, we're gonna play a song called um, Obalensen. Um, so yeah, I, I don't think there's much more to say about this, is there? Well, other than it's kind of the, the pre-release song on, on on kind of this new album, which is isn't out till August, but you know, enjoyed it that much. I, I just wanted to get some on there. Yeah, and I think it's um, name your own price at the moment, so you can go to Mylingar. That's M Y L I N G A R dot Bandcamp dot com. You can pick this up um, for yeah, whatever you want really. So yeah, enjoy. <laughs>
So quite by chance, we've uh, picked another Swedish band next. Uh, so this is a band called This Gift Is A Curse. And um, yeah, that again, this is this is just dark stuff. Like I, I found this really interesting and the vocals really got to me on this one. Um, and the artwork's just very strange, a little bit Salvador Dali, a little bit um, strange. It seems to be like a circle of salt and some mysterious character doing some yeah. sort of ritual. So I'm into, that. I'm into that. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, a bit Alistair Crowley as well, you know. But really, yeah, the artwork is stunning. Um, really good band, you know. Kind of the band I've been into for a while. They um, can't remember the name of the album, um, but they've, they've been around for a while. Uh, when I'm looking now, it's called I Guilt Bearer from 2012. Yeah, I remember that one from. Me. Um, but they also did a split with Hexis, uh, which I'm kind of really fond of as well. And it's got, you know, I'm a big fan of Hexis, but my favourite song by them is called Odium, and that's on that split. Right. Um, you know, and their side's great too. So a, a really inventive band. I think, we, you know, we were talking just before, and for some reason I was kind of confusing them with, uh, I thought they were Belgian. I tried to think why, and that's kind of, they've got that kind of Oathbreaker and, um, you know, that kind of scene where there's Oathbreaker Armour and that creative collective they've got over there, it kind of reminds me of that type of thing, but obviously not from that, but similar type of spirits, I guess. Yeah, it's got that kind of unpleasant um, undertone to it, like that kind of pulse under it that Armour and bands like that have, you know, just yeah. they're tapping into something very dark artistically, so yeah. Yeah, and so, you know, maybe kind of not... 
not a hardcore bass as such, but kind of that you know the mix of hardcore and post metal and doom and black metal and somewhere in between all that, creating something quite new and different. Um, yeah, really impressive band. Yeah, so it looks like they're releasing this on about a million different um, uh, sort of formats. So you can get this on compact disc. There's a, a vinyl. There's a cassette, um, and I think they've. Uh, got a few of the colours like silver and gold of the actual um, LP as well. So it's called Throne of Ash. Uh, it's out now. It came out on uh, June 14th. Um, so yeah, you can go and pick that up now from um, thisgiftisacurse.bandcamp.com. It's pretty simple. We're going to play uh, a song um, about halfway through the album called Thresholds. So see what you think of this.
So sometimes uh, when we're picking tracks for the Nine Hit podcast, it comes from either like submissions or we've been sent it on email or we've noticed friends listening to it. Um, Pete's picked this next one, uh, Warish, um, uh, quite by chance. So how how did it happen? Uh, I was well. They're on a, a label called Riding Easy, which are a cool label. But uh, and I was listening to something else by them, and it just kind of you know maybe on their website something like that. So I just happened to click the link in you know idly because there was a couple of there was a band a couple of bands I hadn't heard. I thought the album cover was attractive or something like that, and really enjoyed it. You know, it's just the way these things happen. I, I genuinely don't know anything about the band to be honest. Um, except there's this two track uh single ep whatever that's come out yeah. on on that label and i enjoyed it it was only kind of last week but what did you get on here yeah what I do mean, you reckon yeah it's brilliant it's like um really fun kind of it's got a lot in common with um you know a lot of um just like really cool punk stuff you know like it's mm-hmm. it's made this song is like made for a split seven inch isn't it or made for yeah, a seven yeah. inch it's just like fun kind of goes straight out the gate does something yeah. and just finishes it's great so i got i mean i get a i get a, kind of a stone essentially it's got i think it's got like a real fuzz it's, it's got a real tempo like you say a punk tempo yeah. to it um but i think there's a fuzz around it there's um and it reminds me a bit of uh nirvana or mud honey actually in in maybe the vocals or something like that yeah. and normally you know, I'm kind of big Stoner fan, have been for a long time, and I, the one thing always puts me off uh, Stoner rock is if you kind of say Stoner with grunge, that you know Stoner slash yeah. grunge, it's like that's means normally ninety nine percent of the time it's going to be terrible. But I'm, <laughs> I'm describing it as such, you know, and I love this, really good. Yeah, I I got some. Yeah, I think Mudhoney is a great comparison. I, I got a lot of um, kind of early 90s alt rock kind mm. of stuff it's almost got like if i don't know like bands like pavement or um you know jane's addiction and stuff coming out of it as well i, I really really enjoyed this so i'm gonna be spinning the, the other side of this as well so i mean in typical seven inch fashion it's, it's only got like three minutes on each side and you know that's great um, so yeah, uh, sim- simple as this really. It's um, a sp- uh, you know a seven inch record by Warish. Um, you can get this at warish.bandcamp.com. That's W A R I S H. Um, and yeah, we're gonna play the um, the first song off it, and it's um, Running Scared.
Okay, so we're on a bit more of a stoner vibe again uh, with the next one. So this is a band called Robots of the Ancient World. And uh, yeah, this kind of just stuck out to me because it, it just looks so cool with the, um, you know, the sci-fi kind of look to the album cover. And I listened to it and I, I absolutely loved the effect at the start of it. Just kind of like drew, drew me in straight away, like that tape delay uh, guitar pedal effect. Just like not enough, not enough stoner bands. Lots of stoner bands use this kind of imagery and, and might sound a little bit like this, but very few of them explore like a cosmic or a sci-fi sound. And I feel like this just sounds like the you know soundtrack to a a weird b movie or something it's it's got that kind of uncanny feel about it and it's got loads of effects on it and yeah i just loved it so um i thought this might be right up your street pete what do you reckon yeah it is it is you know <laughs> of course it is yeah and you know like i'm i'm not kind of the strongest stone rock fan in the world um in the last say 10 years i kind of haven't lapped it up because i think kind of there's this sounds of of, I think this reminds me of um, back in the day, as it were, of yeah. you know the great era, but not um, not kind of a band trying to be that. It's just a band comfortable in those skin and sounding like the cool Probably bands of, yeah. you know, like Dozer or Beaver or something like that. Really, you know, just yeah. uh, you know, easy, chilled, cool uh, stoner rock rather than this formulaic. This is what stoner sounds like. I'm going to sound like this. Yeah. The vocals help with that because I think I think one of the biggest killer of modern stoner bands is like over the top uh, vocals, but no, this is really cool. Really. Uh, you know, it's just, it's like it's less than three minutes. It's just a real kind of, uh, you know, you can just chill out to this and not kind of, it just doesn't feel forced. It feels cool. Yeah. I got a little bit of truck fighters from this as well. Just, mm. just under the, under the surface. So yeah, I, I just really think this is quite, quite interesting. So the album's called cosmic riders. Um, and it's um, yeah, it's been out since March. So um, we, I just came again. Like this is another one where I've just noticed because of the album cover, it's like very sort of, it's cliche. You know, it's it looks like three different elements brought together on you know Photoshop. But who cares? Um, so yeah, this is um, Robots of the Ancient World. You can find them at robotsoftheancientworld.bandcamp.com. And we're gonna play uh, the third track, which is in my head.
So we're bringing it back to a bit of grimness now uh, with a band called Celestial Grave, and we're playing this. Um, Iron Bonehead Productions have sent us quite a lot of stuff in the past, and um, it's always um, really engaging. I think um, we've played all sorts of stuff. I mean, um, that Blue Hummingbird of Death was on there, wasn't it? And they've, they've got some sort of pretty weird war metal stuff on there as well. So, I mean, did you come across this um, from the submissions, or was it just... Uh, Something that's come through on uh, Bandcamp, Pete. Uh, submissions. They, they yeah, kind of listed through. You know, I do the, you know, when I'm kind of reviewing or when I'm just, even if I'm, I haven't got time to review, I'll kind of listen through, I'll briefly listen through to all the emails we've got sent to see whether it's something we want to review or not. So, you know, and I call or otherwise emails. And this uh, this track, uh, this how this kind of release, it's like a four track EP. Some of the songs are quite long, so maybe they're pushing it towards an album. Uh, instantly caught my attention is there's something really uh, I don't know what it is I, you know I don't listen to loads of black metal but this this uh, this grabs me almost instantly I really felt this they you know it's it's there's a kind of a grimness to it the kind of straight up black metal yet it's you know um, there's almost a melody to it there's uh, that kind of a twisted sense to it, which is kind of where I like Black Metal to go, where it's kind of weird and creepy or psychedelic, that type of thing. It's got a bit of that about it. Um, and the whole album as well, I listened to it more last night. I've, you know, I picked this track a few days ago, and this is the pre-release track because it's only out on the 5th of July, but um, the fourth track in it is like this 10, 10 and a half minutes song and really kind of interesting and, and kind of kind of it's points it's like really feral black metal but other times it's you know it's creeping and crawling and you know it's like something growing out and they've got something you know they still i've never heard them before celestial grave but they really got yeah, got something yeah what do you think yeah i loved it i mean the the um the opening kind of sample on this particular track we're going to play called lamentation it's it's like quite um a little bit disturbing really and then it kind of cracks into the yeah like you say just like this feral wild um I, yeah just it, it's it's almost indescribable really um mm. yeah I, I think there's so much um i mean we've said this before but there's, there's so much creativity going on at the moment in the scene that it's very hard to kind of um find time to listen to everything that's that's good at the moment um, but I think people should definitely like track this down when it's out. I think it's out like um, quite soon, but like in, maybe in about a fortnight from uh, from where we're sort of uh, broadcasting this. But yeah, you can get this on the Iron Bonehead Productions uh, SoundCloud at the moment if people want to sort of seek it out, uh, listen to it a bit more. So yeah, can't wait for this to be out. And um, yeah, I, I absolutely love everything about it. So really interesting. Um, I think we're just going to roll this one. This is um, Celestial Grave, Lamentation.
So we're going to end this week with um, like a, a new sort of uh, a band that's sort of been brought to us by the um, the excellent Sludge Lord. I mean, we um, we mention him so often. I, I I feel like we ought to have him on the podcast at some point. Um, we play a lot of his stuff. Um, but yeah, this is a new band um, that's come to our light. So this is um, a band called Rose Tower, um, and uh, they've got a tape out um, very soon. I think um, you can pre-order it now from the Sludge Lord in the UK, and you can get it from uh, the band themselves. Uh, on Bandcamp uh, in America so um, yeah it's called Rosedale and the song we're going to play is called New Old and I have to say the, the album title is absolutely ridiculous so it's called The Michael Jordans of Suicide um, whether that's a tasteful name or not we'll leave it up to debate but like uh, it caught my attention straight away I was like that's ridiculous but yeah really really interesting stuff and um, I listened to it like just sort of as I was going to bed the other night which was probably a bad idea um, and thought this is really interesting. I'm gonna have to listen to this again. And it, in the morning, yeah, it was. It just confirmed my my analysis of it to begin with. It was really strange, and I loved it. So yeah, the vocals um, are what hit me. What What about you, Pete? Uh, yeah, it, it kind of. There's a bit of a Indian type vibe, you know, the the band Indian. I always have to say the band Indian. Yeah. Um, to it, um, not as in the Middle East. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, no. You know, um, there's, and it's what I like about it. Um, what I liked on the first listen to it, because I have kind of had this similarly. I've had this on a few times now, and there's only two. I think there's only two tracks released so far. Um, is Actually, when you listen to it, it seems really kind of full on and heavy and that. But actually, it's the vocals that bring that. The the music's more kind of threat than actual violence. It's you know, it's it never bursts out. But you know that that's kind of from the um, you know from bands who are linked to that kind of Indian and primitive man and all that type of thing. You you can do that. You can kind of set this threat rather than you know actually bludgeon. Um, and at first I wasn't sure, and then, you know, kind of got to the end of the track and I thought, I'm not sure whether that is um, to its, you know, whether that's to its detriment or it adds to the intrigue. Hmm. But the fact that they'd only gone back to it and listened to it again and again and loved it more, which, to me, then shows it, 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 it's the intrigue side of it. Um, and it, it creates this kind of uh, tension, an exciting tension, which, you know, I'm a, which basically leads me to wanting to hear the rest of the album, which... It's a great time. Yeah, I mean, I've I've already pre-ordered this, and it, it just sort of it hit me as being quite unique. I, I feel like this year's just been really good for strange, out there bands like releasing very, very interesting. Um, it's a terrible way to describe it, but interesting, isn't it? But you know, it's it's just like this kind of out there oddity that I feel like needs to be celebrated, and that's why we do this podcast. To be honest, this is why we want to bring these. Uh, unknowns to the fore because they're doing something completely off the chart you know gone are the days of um predictable music to be honest and i love it mm. yep. yeah like that. yeah so we'll end uh we'll end this week with uh with this so this is rose dower and uh yeah the song's called new old so uh we'll see you in two weeks a human being has the spiritual capacity to contain god himself <laughs> think about it. When you got born again, think about it.